Welcome aboard. It's time once again to grab a wave. Grab a board, grab your board, and catch a wave to see what's the latest in the sales pipeline as we surf along with our guest host today, Brian Hansford. Hey, Brian. Paul, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. You ready to uh, pick up the gauntlet where, where Matt set it down and, and ride the waves here? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Matt has called me off the bench once again to host <laughs> another episode of Sales Pipeline Radio, and I have a great time doing this and um, have uh, some really good information here that I think is going to be helpful for both B2B sales and marketing pros. Yeah, he uh, said he, he said you got a mar- marketing performance here. Exactly. Marketing performance management survey highlights. Give us a little background about what this is and then tell us what you found. Sure, sure. So a couple months ago, or three months ago, we started a survey where uh, we wanted to measure how effectively uh, B2B sales and marketing pros are working together, number one, and how they are measuring success, what are their metrics for success, and how they are looking at revenue and managing their performance against revenue goals. And it was very fascinating. Some great information in the report that we've just published, and it's available from our website. Um, but I wanted to go through some of the highlights on this and give some details. You know, we surveyed over 250 B2B sales and marketing professionals. And a variety of roles, including uh, CMOs, marketing VPs, sales VPs, marketing ops, sales ops, and product marketing. So there was a variety of roles there. And, um, you know, it's, it's very telling. And I think it shows, the data shows where, where B2B Revenue performance and revenue management is actually going. And I have a few other studies that I'll mention here um, throughout my discussion that will highlight and emphasize or reinforce what we've discovered. So, you know, I guess the, the, the bottom line is as B2B sales and marketing pros, we are living and working in incredibly tumultuous and dynamic times. The pressure of growth is greater than ever. And there's more accountability and responsibility for the growth of a company or an organization that's placed on marketing and sales working together. And interestingly enough, I'll have some very uh, uh, telling data on how revenue accountability has a dramatic impact uh, when – Marketing has that accountability on sales performance. So, um, you know, and there's all kinds of things that are thrown into the swirl. There's marketing and technology environments that have exploded. We're generating and capturing massive amounts of data on a daily basis. Content is created, you know, so much content is created now. Um, And offline and online channels, more channels are used now for demand generation and customer engagement than ever before. And that's for, you know, both sales and marketing doing their thing as they work with opportunities and customers. But here's the here's the catch. And this this has been a challenge throughout my career. I've been in uh, sales and marketing B2B uh, for the last 25 years. That That is, marketers continue to struggle to drive pipeline and 
measure their influence on overall revenue and you know and helping the sales teams win the business marketers use the old techniques often you know they're thrown into the the old old activity based models of you know site visits and opens and clicks and uh, you know a, a lot of those vanity metrics and that's that's all great um, but you know and those are important they do have their place but if you put all of these vanity metrics on a slide for your quarterly business review that goes to the CEO and the CFO that means nothing to them that means nothing because you are not showing your overall uh, how your marketing engagement is driving revenue so uh, you know, when you get stuck in the old techniques and, and activity-based models, um, you, you're really boxing yourself into a corner. But, you know, there's new technologies and there's a flood of ideas that uh, are helping marketers uh, more effectively manage and uh, measure what is working and what's not. And that gets into the crux of marketing performance management. Essentially what you're doing is you are measuring revenue performance against objectives. And so what are the outcomes and how are you measuring or what are the outcomes against the goals and objectives? What did it take to get there? What were the channels that were used? What was the budget that was spent? How long did sales take? All of those uh, all of those elements come into play when you start measuring them together and some fascinating data and very valuable data starts to emerge when you look at uh, the, the the sales pipeline in that manner you know how many touches does it take again the budget what's the overall spend um, the channels what happens when you transition leads from marketing to sales it, where you can still have marketing activity take place so need to look at the big picture or what we call full funnel marketing. So there are no there's no longer this line of demarcation of line of demarcation between sales and marketing where you generate leads and you just throw them over the fence. You go to a trade show, you get 500 500 lead sheets and you throw them over the table. Uh, to sales, and you never know what happens, what worked from there on, and then magically we get some revenue at the end of the quarter. So, what I want to do here um, after I gonna, we're going to take a short break here in just a few or just a few seconds, but with that intro, I want to go into some of the statistical highlights that were the percentages and whatnot that we came up with, and then we're going to use that as some takeaways to help you. You know, go move forward to look at how you can build stronger alignment and partnership with your sales teams and also take on some accountability and learn how to measure some of these data points. So I think we have a we have a short break here, Paul, and when we come back, we're going to start getting into some of the, uh, the data that we've uh, that we've learned from our marketing performance management research. where the speed of innovation and change in B2B marketing has never been greater. The only thing bigger is the need for clarity or a blueprint for a guide to what's really working and how to apply it specifically to increase sales pipeline growth, velocity, and conversion. That's what you'll find in the Modern Marketer's Field Guide. Download it free at HeinzMarketing.com. 
Is your content showing less than stellar performance? Is it not bringing in the return you hope for? It might be time to revitalize your content marketing engine. Get the recording for the Modern Marketers Workshop, Content That Converts, and start creating content that makes a visible impact on your pipeline. A fully online, on-demand workshop that includes an interactive workbook, the presentation slides, and templates, all for $195. Don't reinvent the wheel. Instead, visit www.heinzmarketing.com workshops. That's H-E-I-N-Z marketing.com. And spice up your content marketing plan now. All right, we're going to head back and get some more insights here. But before we do, can I ask a question as I'm just listening here? Ask away. All right. Please. You, you know, you you so struck me when you came up with the term vanity metrics. <laughs> it seems like we are filled with vanity metrics. I hate to say that. All we do is want to count clicks and uh, opens and likes and followers and yep. downloads and all these things that somehow make us feel good that uh, that we're doing something. Uh, and I, I, like you said, it gives you some indication, but at the end of the day, what does it mean? So what does it mean? What do you do with vanity metrics? Do you just put them aside and say that's nice, or is there a way to turn those into meaningful statistics? Yeah, so that's a great question. And vanity metrics, they do have a place. They absolutely do have a place, but you have to look at them in the right context. I think with campaigns um, and various tactical channels that you use, some of those metrics are very important to show the level of engagement that you have with your audience and whether or not you're resonating with your audience. The problem is when you're looking at overall revenue performance, you know, ultimately marketing, that's what we're trying to do is create customers. Um, when you're looking at that, those those metrics, they're not – they're very, very hard or so early in a stage or so far removed from what, uh, me- how you measure the impact to revenue that if you present that information to a CEO or a CFO or even if a CEO or CFO likes that information, it doesn't tell you that revenue story. So I think it's very important to use those metrics in the right context and in the right situations. Um, and that primarily, I believe, is in, uh, in, in tactical um, in tactical reviews of your campaigns, um, there, and there's all kinds of ways that you can look at that. But so, yeah, that's that's a great question. And you know, another thing too, just add on this real quickly before I get into the data. I think it's very comfortable. It's it's easy for marketers to to fall back on those metrics that you can pull from a dashboard. Um, so, anyway, that said, it, it's a great question. I and pretty much any time I present or talk about that, I get that question, and it's very valid. So, well, it all makes us call. feel good, you know, to know that we've got six thousand followers and ten thousand likes and four hundred clicks or opens for something but yeah like you i always wonder what does that really mean so you're saying it really just kind of an in, uh an indicator of engagement that people like you and are following you and and there's an opportunity to learn more 
Sure, sure, absolutely. And it can show, you know, if you have some content assets or an interesting story in a campaign or maybe you have a new offering, a, a new solution or a product that you've gone to market with, those can be some very nice indicators on how well that's resonating with your audience. But, um, you know, you, you have to keep that into context in the overall scheme of things when you're looking at the big picture of your uh, revenue pipeline. All right. Well, let's dive into your data here. What do you got for us? Yeah. So here's some highlights. And again, as I mentioned before the break, I encourage all of you to look at this. If you're marketers or if you're salespeople or if you're CEO or a CFO, absorb this data and think about what, you know, how you could learn from this to help your organization elevate and, um, and, and grow the way it performs with uh, revenue generation. So, 71.3% of marketing organizations are getting increased accountability or responsibility for revenue goals. And in my opinion, that's a very good thing because that ties you, that ties the organization closer to revenue. And it also gives that shared goal or a shared goal between marketing and sales. And that that's a forcing function with alignment. Uh, that 61.8% responded now this i love this stat and this is very revealing here 61.8% responded their company achieves or exceeds revenue goals as a result of increased marketing accountability and responsibility to revenue now in order to have that increased accountability and responsibility you need to be able to reliably and effectively measure the overall health of the the pipeline and what's moving through and the deals that are going uh, that 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 are won or lost how many touches has it taken uh, what how much money is spent where where are all the touch points and you know what what's the data that emerge emerges there so I love that statistic because it shows that when marketing starts becoming more accountable and responsible for revenue generation, those organizations are outperforming other companies where marketing doesn't have that accountability and responsibility. So very telling, very telling. That said, 75% shared their companies do not achieve revenue goals without increased uh, revenue accountability from the marketing department. So there's a perfect, you know, contrast there, I believe. When marketing has that accountability and responsibility, you hit your goals or you exceed your goals. When you don't, when you don't have that accountability or responsibility, you, it, there's a greater chance that your organization's going to miss the sales goal. The <clears throat> number one ranked success factor for achieving revenue goals is an effective marketing and sales partnership so the the line of demarcation that i've called uh, as i've as i called it where you have this big chasm or a very clear delineation between marketing and sales that's that's old school thinking and that just it won't work anymore um if you have that very hard line between the organizations uh, that will gradually de decrease and negatively impact your overall revenue performance. Um, 
And, you know, here's here's some more data and then I'm going to move into some other uh, story points here. But um, less than 8% of sales management and only 12% of sales reps believe that the marketing organizations effectively use revenue performance metrics. So, you know, Paul, that gets back to what you were talking about in vanity metrics. So when... When I have single digits of sales management that's talking about uh, they don't have the confidence in their organization um, or their marketing team using the right data to measure impact to revenue, that's there's a big problem there, huge opportunity for improvement where uh, marketers need to learn how to measure the right data, capture the right data, and Tell the story, be able to interpret that data for meaningful adaptation and execution in the future. So, you know, so I talked about uh, the achieving or exceeding revenue goals. So over 60 percent of companies see improved sales performance uh, with revenue accountability. And here's another uh, telling factor that can help drive that sales and marketing alignment piece. And that's 62.5% of sales managers believe sales performance improved because of marketing's increased revenue responsibility. So several data points that we hit on, um, you know, getting marketing to focus more on revenue generation, not just top of funnel lead gen or marketing qualified leads uh, or uh, sending leads, you know, just getting this activity or sending names over to sales to follow up on. You start looking at or executing against full funnel marketing and you're getting greater alignment, greater visibility within the organization that's positive greater strategic impact, and um, powerful information that can help steer the organization in the future. So so the bottom line is greater revenue responsibility leads to stronger revenue results. And as far as I know, that's what we all want. As a marketer myself, that's what I want for my clients. That's what the sales reps want. I know a lot of marketers, they get a little squeezy when they hear that. And, you know, there's a number of reasons why. But when you take on that responsibility and accountability, you learn how to measure that performance. All kinds of goodness results from that. So I I think it's absolutely worth taking on the challenge. So let's go into some additional data points here. Nearly 80% of marketing management responded that they are under increasing revenue responsibility, which is good. Um, I believe that's good. 66% of sales management respondents recognize that their marketing organizations are under increasing revenue responsibility, which is good because, again, that shows that shared goal, that shared responsibility. And if sales management recognizes that the marketing team, the marketing colleagues have those same goals, you're working towards the same thing. If you're just focused on activity-based metrics in the marketing organization and then sales is focused on revenue, you're not working towards the same thing. So it's really important to to have those shared goals. Um, you can still have metrics and goals within marketing organizations that can show overall performance on how well some of the channels and the tactics are working. But remember, when you're looking at overall revenue, many of those metrics don't matter outside of the marketing department, potentially. So... Um, I want to move on to um, 
the sales performance metrics and how some of those were ranked uh, by both sales and marketing um, together, everybody collectively in the uh, in their survey and. Interestingly enough, just to highlight what I mentioned a few minutes ago or just just uh, just a few seconds ago, talking about MQLs, um, that that is a very common metric. I would say that most marketing organizations, most B2B marketing organizations, all size companies, they have some sort of metric that they need to hit for MQLs whatever their definition is for an MQL. You know, some of it's just as simple as a form submission. Other may have some more criteria or engagement behavior tied to that. But less than 17% of sales managers view MQLs as an important metric. And I think that's telling right there. Um, you know, definitely we need to be able to provide high-quality leads to our sales organization. But if we focus on that as the main metric, we're not – we're not engaging or working closely to with sales to help drive revenue. And you know the uh, the other piece to that is forty one percent of sales managers rate the number of opportunities as the most important metric. And the top performing or the best performing um, organizations that have opportunities as a number one metric. Those are the organizations that have uh, the best overall revenue achievement or exceeding revenue goals. So ranked um, survey, ranked uh, marketing performance metrics, number one, number of opportunities. Number two, revenue by source. Number three, number of sales accepted leads. Now think about those top three. That is um, you're identifying where leads come from. Um, not all of the touch points that gets it to an opportunity or a sales stage, but you're starting to look at the opportunity value of these leads. Um, getting number four, marketing qualified leads conversion, not the leads that MQLs themselves, but the conversion. Um, n- new customer acquisition costs, time to acquire new customers, number of touches to acquisition, and budget allocated by customer type. So all of those eight points, those can be measured and are incredibly important, strategically important to managing your revenue performance. That gets into the heart of marketing performance management right there. So those those eight, eight points and the stories the strategic revenue-focused story that's important to the entire organization that your CEO loves and your CFO loves, those are the data points that should be top of mind, top of list, the first point that you want to look at in your dashboard when you start in the morning. So um, uh, very interesting information there. Um, Now, being able to execute against those goals Huge gaps. So there's definitely a, a huge room for uh, for improvement straight across the board. Um, you know, there's uh, we we had some measurements on uh, how you know if you ranked the goal this at this point, how well are you executing against that? And there was a significant gap between the top five. Um, and I would I actually I'm not going to get into the numbers on those. I want to share just have you download that from our survey. Um, but 
there's it just shows that there, there's a challenge. This stuff is hard, right? It's it's not easy. It's hard, but it is worth working towards. And you know, getting into uh, before our next break, um, uh, or actually, excuse me, before we close out, um, how well are marketing organizations using performance metrics? And only 11.3 of all of the respondents, 11.3% said that they are very effectively using metrics. Um, 57% say somewhat effectively. A lot of room for improvement. And I, you know, there, there is an approach to working towards effective marketing performance management here. And, um, the whole, the goal, of our survey, and we have much more data in here that you, you would find valuable. But the goal of this survey is to help you think how can you drive your marketing organization or how can you help support your marketing organization or lead them to be more effective in revenue um, revenue generation and, and pipeline performance, working with your sales organization improved customer engagement and achieving or exceeding sales goals. So um, I would encourage you to come to the Heinz Marketing website to download the report. Again, my name is Brian Hansford with Heinz Marketing. I am Vice President of Client Services and our marketing technology practice here. Um, I would be happy to talk with anybody about this. You can reach me at Brian, that's B-R-I-A-N, at HeinzMarketing.com. And you can download the report from the resources section at HeinzMarketing.com. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity to share some of this data with you. And I uh, hope, hope you found that helpful. And if you want to talk about this any further, you know, just give me a shout. Happy to, happy to share ideas and talk through some situations with you. That's it. You've been riding along on the sales pipeline. Matt Hines and Hines Marketing.